Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 68. Thank you so much for listening. This is going to be another one of my toy retrospective episodes. I love doing these. I did a He-Man one last year with a bunch of different guests. And I did a Superpowers episode with the Chadster. And now we're doing Thundercats. I'm honored to be joined on this episode by the two-man power trip of wrestling, John Paz and the Chadster. If you like pro wrestling podcasts, you definitely need to check out everything that these guys do. There's nobody better than them. Let me tell you about these guys in the two-man power trip, John Paz and Chad. Not only do they put out the best content in pro wrestling podcasting, but their podcasts are so great that they even saved a life. It's a miracle. That's a true story, and you can hear all about it by checking out my and Chad's other show called Get My Go youtube.com slash get my go and you can listen on all major podcast platforms the story of how these guys saved a young man's life with the power of their podcasting is told almost on every episode of get my go so please check us out please follow them on social media and also me at mike durband on twitter youtube.com slash mike durband and pro wrestling slash mike durband where you can get a Mike Durban Show t-shirt, and many other t-shirts. I got some t-shirts that I've designed for Disco Inferno, for Husey, for many of my old bands, and even my grade school. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mike Durban. All right, let's get to this Thundercats episode, but first, some words from my sponsors. This year, it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue Chew can help. Guys, we know that confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime. 
day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Women say there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And they have a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Try Blue Chew for free when you use the promo code Durband at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Durban, to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information, and I thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. John, pause. When did you first uh, get into Thundercats? Oh, God. It had to be mid-80s. Okay. I was a little kid. Got all the toys. My dad actually worked for a while, uh, like owned his own business, and we'd be able to get figures from his warehouse and stuff. So we used to, oh my God, we used to get so many. We like had an overabundance of toys, an insane amount of toys. So we had almost every Thundercat, pretty much, mm-hmm. except for a couple. And I'll, one I will mention later that was kind of <laughs> still bothers me to this day. Never had it, but um, just awesome to be able to do that and kind of be spoiled in that sense where it's like, shit, I can get any figure I want. And probably at cost, too. Probably not going to overpay either. Uh, but awesome. I probably had to be mid-80s and was obsessed with the cartoon and obviously obsessed with collecting all the figures, too. Were you in it from the first wave? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me, too. I, I think I was, like, only the first wave or two. I th- really? How many were there? Was there three total? I think so, because when, like... Um, Bengali and all those guys came out. I think that was the third wave of figures. And they were yeah. a little bit nicer, a little bit better. Yeah, I was out by that point. 
Wow, why? Yeah, I didn't. You know, going back and you know, I've been doing all these shows lately about toys and stuff, and I'm and I'm rethinking everything as much as I can. And I really had no loyalty. Like if you if you trace what I was into, He Man was was my first one, obviously. Uh, I was really into He Man, and then I think Thundercats came right after that, and I kind of shifted from He Man. And I was so into Thundercats, and then, um, of course, you know Mask. Yes. Oh yeah. I, I don't know if Mask was before Thundercats or after, but when Mask came out, I was way into that. That was like number one for me for a while. And then Thundercats fell off, and then, um, you know, just a couple of other things after that. But uh, Thundercats was probably my, my second line that I was really into. But again, it was I had no loyalty, and I think I was out by the second wave. And I didn't it's have, fun. you know, I was, going through my, I was going through a checklist of all the figures. I did not have that many. What about, what about Voltron, the Centurion? Yeah, yeah, Voltron. Yeah, Voltron. I was. I think yeah. Voltron was around eighty-four, and and of course, Chad. We, we talked about superpowers on a previous episode. That was one of my favorites too. But yeah, Voltron. I was into just that Panache place line. Uh, but Thundercats. I was. I was in it for a while. Really into it, and then just faded away quickly. So, Chad, when did you get into it? So, I would, are you? Hold on. Are you guys? Yeah. This, you guys are friends in real life. Yep. Uh, but are you the one same One month age? apart. Yeah, one yeah, month oh, Okay. Yeah, okay. one month. And, and it's funny, and I'll start backwards. I actually, I credit John's collection for introducing me to guys that I didn't even know were in the line because either I had forgotten it or just, you know, I missed them because the way the lines were broken down, the, the three series were, they were released in different waves. So you could get series three and you might not see the same guy. So you can get, you know, let's just say, uh, I, I want to reveal one of the guys on my list was in the first part of the series three wave. And the second part, I never saw any of them. So I was, yeah, original from back in the day. You know, I remember watching it all the time. Um, I believe, I think it was on Fox syndicated the early days of Fox. Like when uh, Fox used to roll them back out in the afternoon. And that's where, yeah, I remember very clearly uh, watching it. But again, just like with you, Mike, it was down that list of like, all right. Superpowers, LJN, GI Joe, and then like Thundercats kind of settled in right, maybe right before He Man for me, but definitely uh, not at the top, but kind of falling in the middle. But I mean, some of the best figures that you could have ever pictured in the '80s came from Thundercats. Somebody recently on Instagram posted, I forget what it was, it was like a like a bingo board, but it was the faces of all like the different toy lines. Yeah, and it's it, awesome. I was thinking about, it. I was like, oh shit! I was like, okay, Star Wars. I forgot about that awesome line of toys. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think somebody had a cops picture on there, which is that Ooh, great. Cops was great. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show. It was like, oh shit, those figures too. Then like the random like Bucky O'Hare and Dick Tracy. I mean, you had all this other random stuff too. But uh, Chuck Norris. Remember he had that line? Chuck Norris and the, yeah. uh, the, what is it? The Chuck Norris and the Freedom Force or the Force of Freedom yeah. or something like that. Awesome. Rambo. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, you know what else? I just thought of something. Um, remember the Karate Kid had an action figure line? Yep. Mm-hmm. Karate yeah, I was, Kid. I was did. into that for oh, a while, too. Right. And, yes, and they, I had, yeah. They had these play sets where you could, uh, like, the doors would break down and mm-hmm. there was, like, an ice, you know, because in, in Karate Kid 2, remember Chosen chops the ice block? Is that Chosen or the older guy? I just remember the figures we were talking about, uh, and actually, in a D- I think in DC Comics they had the ad for them every month, and they were just so cool. But then you hold—they're so stupid looking. Their heads like don't fit the body the right way, and the, they're yeah. no definition. And they were very plain, but they had their full robe and gi on. They looked pretty damn good. 
Yeah, so that was something else I was into. But uh, the cartoon, Thundercats, the, the cartoon was so good, and it really holds up. I just, uh, in the last year, uh, I got all the Masters of the Universe, like the box set at, from Walmart or whatever. Shout out to Brother Martin. Uh, and I watched, I had to force myself to watch the entire series. He-Man was only two seasons, but they were very long. There was like 50 episodes per season or maybe more. Uh, and I had to force myself through it because it's just, He-Man, the cartoon does not hold up in my opinion. But then I got the Thundercats one and, I, and I'm about halfway through it now. And Thundercats to me holds up really well. Yes. Uh, the music is insane. The That's animation what I was, was the, about, it, the music. It, yeah, it was the and they had the Japanese animation. Whereas you know, He Man was done here in America. Uh, we'll give credit to the to the Japanese artists or whatever country they were done in in Asia. But those artists are tremendous. And you know, when I was a kid, I of course uh, the the villains were so evil. Yeah, they're, they're really they're really scary and and. Yeah. Like the the sounds that they all make and the and the uh, music attached yes. to them was always doom and gloom. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, anytime they go to the pyramid and you just hear this like ominous, yes. foreboding, just scary, you know, these music cues and the, the background music and everything. And you know, Mumra is a very evil, very dis- disgusting villain. You know, very menacing. But that's what's great about the toys is that it captures it so well. Just the, the articulation for that point in 1985, 86, plus the design, they carried it straight out of the show. So whereas you might pick up a toy or a G.I. Joe and they're these little small guys that, yeah, they look like what we see on TV. But this one, it's like you could hold it up to the TV and be like, damn, this thing is just as ripped as the mummer I'm looking at on TV. They were made a lot better than the He-Man toys, too. Oh, yeah, better. absolutely. Those He-Man, the joints get all twisted. You have, like, yep. uh, ri- you know, ridiculous legs, you know, turned inside. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, one of the things about the He-Man line was they did a lot of, like, you know, they had the same arms for, like, almost every guy. Right. The molds were all the same. Like, the the legs were the same or the boots or whatever, you know. There was a lot of uh, just they used the same molds. And I'm looking at this Thundercats checklist no two figures are the same, except for, you know, I think maybe Tiger and Bengali may have... No, they look, actually, they look kind of different. No, Bengali's bigger. Yeah, and they are different outfits and everything. So it seems like each figure is its own unique mold. And that was what was cool about them, too. Like, And they're bigger than He-Man. Yep. And um, just look at these villains, man. Just great, great toy design. It's weird, though, with me for Thundercats. It's probably the one I've retained the least even though oh. I've seen the show oh. and the characters, I, I have to look at them to remember them. You know, it's just one of those shows. I just, I don't know why I have very fond memories of it, but I got to look at them sometimes to remember because some other stuff pushes it out of the old brain. I remember years ago, Cartoon Network took it, like took over this franchise and they were playing the episodes yeah. every single day. Yeah. So that kind of like uh, caught me back up. And then when they released the DVDs, I was like, shit, exactly what Mike said before. Like, shit, this stuff holds up. Some of the other cartoons don't at all. But I was like, damn, like this holds up. Yeah. Yeah. There's one villain and I think he came in the second season of the cartoon and I'm looking at his figure right now. I, I didn't have this one, but uh, remember Mongor? Yes. He was like the goat character, but he was like yep, he e- had very the, uh, evil and satanic almost. He had the sickle. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got these goat horns, and I remember his voice. He's very, very evil. Good figure. Yeah, and the the driller guy, he was pretty evil. Groon. Groon's destroyer, yes. Yeah. Former Thundercat himself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, those pirate guys. 
<laughs> yeah, these are great figures, man. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we get into our top five lists, uh, what about... Uh, there were some other peripheral toys... That weren't in the, in the main action figure line. Like uh, I had the Sword of Omens, and I got that. Hmm. That was like one of the most favorite toys I had as a kid. It was the Sword of Omens, and it lit up like the the red insignia yep. lit up. Did you yep. guys have that? I never had. No. It. I wish I did. Though. That's awesome. Never did. Nope. Mm. I had on the outside looking in of like the main Thundercats line. I had the mini figures. Yeah. yeah. So the mini yep. figures. That's how I had the cat's lair. I didn't have the big cat's lair. I had the mini version of right. It. Right. And yep. if you wanted to cross over with G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe fit very well in there, as well as how's this one for you, A these kids? The Bionic Six figures also fit Ooh, pretty damn good. That's another good toy line. In the Cat's yeah. Lair. Yeah. <laughs> Bionic Six, and I don't know what that is. Oh, Bionic Six is a great that was a great cartoon too. <laughs> I feel like Hasbro, right? Those toys? No, Bionic Six, I believe was it was it, maybe it was toy biz it wasn't hasbro it was one of the like kind of side brands okay. but they what was it was interesting about them they were made like gi joes but yeah they almost were like, exactly but they were like metal they yes. were like yeah that was the cool unique thing about them they were heavy. i still have some actually yeah oh, they were so well made some of the best vehicles but they were in scale with that mini cat's lair so you could slide them right in ljn lj oh, okay. okay i knew it was a side brand of course, yeah. I gave them to my son, and he broke a bunch of them, but that's all right. Oh, they're no, very happened. breakable. Yeah. Very breakable. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I have zero recollection of these. Wow. Bionic. Yeah. What, Bionic. What, about, what about Silverhawks? Oh, yeah. I was into Silverhawks. But again, for me, no loyalty. I was in it. I think I had me and my brother had the first wave, and then I don't even know if they had a second wave of those. Never got I don't into think them. so, yeah. Oh, really? Damn. Them and the Centurions. Never got into the Centurions. Yeah, Centurions. Either. Come on. That was good, too. Yeah. But I remember those miniature figures, like those I got at, um, I don't know if you guys, what you guys call these stores in your area, but did you ever go to a dime store? Yeah, five, five and dime. Okay, yeah, we didn't, we, dime, yeah. here it was just called the dime store. Uh, and I remember getting the miniature figures because it was one a block away from my gra- my grandma's house and I would always go to that dime store and, and I th- must have had all the miniature figures and I did have that cat slayer too. I never had the I never had the big one. But I, I know, me neither. Miniature. I always I wanted had... that big one. It was yeah. huge. It was it yeah. was definitely big. I'll, I'll give a local reference again to us Jersey folks. I love these old these old stores that you mentioned because you just I mean even today on uh, Coliseum Chat I was listening. Yeah. You're you're going through all these old video stores that you used to go to and there's like oh, a I, dozen I dropped of them. some doozies, John. <laughs> yeah, you, that he's probably Ooh. been to every single one of them. But yeah. um, you, you would know this on Route 36. There was where the Walgreens would end up in uh, in Hazlitt. There was a closeout shop that was in like a barn. It was like this rundown, beat up yeah. building. You go inside, and they would have these giant crates just filled to the brim with figures. And that's where I remember getting the mini figures because they were stacked inside these bins, and they were probably ninety nine cents at the time. But oh, that's how I remember getting them. But it wasn't in like the main days. It was a few years after. I never had the tank either, Panthro's tank. I wish I had that. That's an awesome one. 
Yeah, I had the Thunder Tank. I think I, in one of the episodes we did before, I told you guys I didn't have it, but I, f- I found some old pictures. I did have the Thunder Tank. Whoa. And I also had How the could Mutant. You forget that? I don't <laughs> know. I, a lot of these, uh, my best friend at the time when I was a kid, Richard, he had, he had like everything. He had Cat Slayer. He had all the vehicles. He had all the figures. So it's like when I, when I think of these figures, it's like I don't remember if I had them or if I just remember playing with them at his house because he had everything. And that's where I played with a lot of the, the second wave. I might have had one or two from the second wave, and that's it. But he had all of them. So, uh, and I also had the mutant nosediver. And I think I only had those two vehicles. That was it for me. Huh. Well, I wasn't rich enough to have a, a vehicle, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we weren't my, loved. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into our top five. I'll start. Uh, my top five, very generic. Uh, it's Lino. Are you going in order? Or? No, I'll do five. We'll do five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, so my my number five is Lino. I th- he might have been the first one I got, but uh, he had, you know him and Mumra they had that light up feature. You put the little thing in the back, and their eyes lit up, and then his glove came off. The sword I didn't like because it wasn't the sword a different color. It, it wasn't accurate. I think it was orange, like the hilt. It, it was yeah. The base of it I remember being orange, and then you know it being silver on the top. But I remember the the paint would chip away very yeah. very easily, so it would basically be orange up and down because the paint would chip off. Yeah. I still have it. It's funny I have it somewhere. I don't know what my kid did with it, but I have it somewhere. The the top part of the sword is completely like orange or whatever. You're right. It completely just chipped right off. So it doesn't really look like a sword, but it, you know, he's, <laughs> it's he's like a nerf. <laughs> yeah. It's like a nerf gun. Yeah, like what yeah. is this? So there were two versions. One came with Snarf. Do you yep. guys remember yes. which one you had? I had the one that came with Snarf. I did okay. not. Not a Snarf fan. Yeah, Never was. <laughs> it's annoying. <laughs> Let me guess. You hate Orko too. I didn't mind Orko. No, I didn't mind Orko. No, I love the Orko figure. You know, that was yeah. probably one of my favorites. You pull the little ripcord thing. I, rem- I remember, though, on one weird He-Man one, He-Man told his father that him and Orko were going to be gone for a while. That seemed a little bit of like a gay <laughs> reference right there. That seemed a little odd. <laughs> and yada, yada, yada. I'm really <laughs> tired today. <laughs> yeah. But with, yeah. with Lionel, though, and this is where I, I had to consult the checklist as well. I could have sworn there was a non-light-up Lion-O. Yeah, but that's the one I have. That's yeah. the one that you have. So I just remember the light-up one, but I had to look at the checklist to see if that was legit, and it was. Like I, that was something I didn't recognize. Mm. Yeah, I didn't have the Snarf one. I The Snarf that I had, I think it was the only one I had because I never had the official Snarf figure, which is a little fatter, a little, you know, a little bigger. I had the one where it might have been like a Burger King, uh, not Happy Meal, but whatever their meals were, where it was like a straw holder. Yes. So, yeah. I was going to say there's one you could literally put on your like pinky or whatever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. So that was my that snarf. One. That was the one. That was the snarf that I had. I didn't have the. I feel the real like you figure. would be a bigger fan of Snarfer. Snarfer. Which one was Snarfer? The, the his little, his little, ne- his oh. little nephew or whatever. Yeah. Snarfer, yeah. Snarfer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Chad, what do you got for number five? Uh, my number five, um, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll switch it, but he's on, he's on the list, but I will go with, uh, one of my absolute favorite figures of all time. And that is Panthro. You got to yeah. start with Panthro, uh, just by the sheer size. Again, like I said, it was like the cartoon coming to life. The, the figure had the presence of the character. I always felt because he just he's was muscular, like, yeah. yeah, you just, yeah. he felt like a leader. The figure felt like a, a leader. And I just, I always loved he would be, 
right there, dead central for for all the important journeys of those Thundercats. No, I'd absolutely start with Panthro. Do you remember the great series of episodes where Lionel had to beat them all at their own game? Remember yes. that? He had to yeah, outpower Panthro. The <laughs> those are awesome. Yeah. Like it's actually like when you like look at it like as an adult, you're like, wow, that's actually like a good storyline. Like good, well, well written. If that was supposed to be a movie. Oh, oh, they broke it up. Yeah, they yeah, broke it up into five episodes, right? It was supposed to be a movie, but I think the G.I. What came out? Was it the G.I. Joe or Transformer movie? Transformer. One of those failed at the box office, so then they had the idea to split the Thundercats movie into five parts. Okay, so it was the Transformers movie did really well, but they killed off Optimus Prime. Which the pissed G. off everybody. Right, yeah. the G.I. Joe movie did really bad. And they had to switch it from killing Duke because they got so much shit for killing yeah. Optimus Prime. And because the G.I. Joe movie did so bad, the Thundercats then, I guess, were the collateral damage. But the G.I. Joe movie is great. The Transformers movie is epic, though. I love the G.I. Joe movie. I could watch that all day. Yeah. Transformers movie. Whew. Soundtrack? Unbelievable. John Paz, what do you got at number five? Love this figure. I actually have Panthro as my honorable mention. I love that figure so much. Oh. But I have Ben Golly. I love that he was like the bigger version of Tiger, the drawing, his color, everything was better. And he was exactly what you had in the cartoon was exactly a figure. I, I, I like the Bengali figure. I know it was more, more of the newer ones. I think that's phase three, but I love Bengali. Do you guys remember how Bengali was introduced in the cartoon? No. There was another five-part series, and I think it was the beginning of the second season. And it's when all, the Thundera is being destroyed, right? Yeah, so the, I think a bunch of them are introduced at the same time. Uh, it was Bengali. Yeah, Linkso. Linkso. Yep. Forget the girl's name. Pumira. Pumira. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, and that's so when that's, they kind of introduced the Lunatax as like the new villains. Yep. Yep. I don't see any of their figures. Did they make them? No. Oh. They, and they, they were another uh, group that was very evil. You know, very Even uh, sometimes more evil than Mumra. Because even Mumra was even saying, like, you got to watch out for these guys. Yeah. They should have made a few figures. Like, the um, Lunatics, they should have made. I don't know if you remember Safari Joe. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They should have made him. He was no, awesome. Safari Joe was made. No, he's he's in that really? final series. Yeah. He's, wow, I'd never it's got one it. of the Yeah, it's one of the more wow. rare of the villains, but that's wow, that last wave. It. So that what I was saying before is how they broke down the third series is that the first series are the ones that I know I had. The second part is Bengali and Linkso and Jaga and Pumira, and then Safari Joe is in that wave with the villains. Safari Joe wins again. I'd never got that figure. Damn. It's damn yeah. nice, too. You, you can't yeah. touch it now, but it's yeah. nice. Yeah, his he's so rare that his, his photo is not even in this checklist. It says, photo not available. Wow. So probably very And they should have made the greatest villain in the history of Thundercats. Well, not maybe second greatest, but the Demolisher. They should have made him. That was an awesome figure or awesome character. Remember, he comes. He beats the shit out of everybody. He even beats up Mumra, and he challenges Lion-O. He has Lionel beat, and then all of a sudden Lionel calls the rest of the Thundercats because he's literally like a, um, almost like a bounty hunter type guy. He literally just shows up and just he's like a bully, just beats everybody up. But he looks like a dog, like a big muscular dog. He's got a little hype man with him. I forget his name. It's little dude who would play uh, a drum and say demolisher, demolisher, whatever. Wow. And then Lionel calls his friends. He's like, "Oh, you have to call your friends to help you." And he goes, "No, I didn't call them to help me." He's like, you didn't? He goes, I called them to help you. Breaks <laughs> free, beats the crap out of the guy. The guy basically, you know, typical bully, like, whoa, I can't believe this guy, this young kid beat me up. And then he leaves and never comes back. I'm surprised they never brought him back. But he's such a cool character because he even beat up Bumrah. Wow. 
Yeah, I haven't gotten that one cool. yet. No, I don't remember. That's man, oh, that's, that's, that's a, a great one. It's a damn but, fine synopsis right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just love Lionel that he said that because you think like, wow, Lionel kind of like chickened out. Like, why the hell is he? He's like, he's like, I'm warning you. Better stop it. Or we're gonna call my friends. And he's like, I'm calling him for you. And then he beats its ass. Pretty good. Oh, Pretty good stuff. Oh. That's great. Uh, my number four. You just, you guys just mentioned Panthro. Ooh. Yeah. Solid. Do you guys know who did the voice of Panthro in the cartoon? Ooh, I don't remember, but his voice was awesome. Whoever yeah, it was, it was. It was very awesome. Yeah, he was uh, Cliff Huxtable's dad on the Cosby Show. Oh yes, I can see it now. Oh, yes, nice, absolutely. Nice. We can't very talk nice. about the Cosby Show anymore, apparently. Yeah, but you know, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, I love the figure. I mean, he had the real. His thighs were just immense, and he was kind of hunched over. He was uh, just a, a perfect version of uh, the cartoon, yep. and uh, I loved. His nunchucks that he came with. Yes. And mine, mine did not break. I'm sure a lot of kids broke because it's a very cheap chain. But uh, I don't. I remember that mine lasted. I was very careful with them. Uh, Chad, what do you got for number four? See, now I had the figure, and I had to have gotten him at a flea market or garage sale. But I remember having it back in the day, in the heyday of the Thundercats. But I did not have the tomb. And I'm talking about Mummy Mumra, which... Mm. If you had the big guy Mumra, you needed the mummy. This one, it was so different how small it was, and it captured how he was hunched over, and he was this old relic. Yeah. I did not have the, the playset, but I did have the mummy. So I will go with Mummy Mumra as my number four. On this checklist, it says he was a mail-away exclusive. Is that how you got it? I had to have gotten it. I thought he came with the tomb. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, yeah. There was yeah. one that came I with had the tomb. to have, no, I definitely, I had to have gotten it at like a garage sale or a flea market or somebody left it at my house or something. But I had that figure going all the way back as far as I can remember, but I never had the tomb. The only so, mail away I had was Refrigerator Perry. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> JP, what do you got at number four? Jaga. Love that figure. Ah, so that cool. That was like, holy shit, they finally made Jaga. Like, this is fucking awesome. Like, cool figure. Really awesome. And pretty awesome to kind of be able to get him and Lionel together, you know? The, uh, the mentor protege, if you will. You know, if they made, well, they did make a new, Super 7 makes them now. But did they ever do, they should have done like a clear variant version of Jaga, a ghost. Oh, you're right. They should have. Yeah. Would have been cool. Super 7 is ridiculous. Like, I wonder how much money it costs to make those figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're, like, really, really awesome. Yeah, they're, like, forty four ninety nine or 50 I don't even know what they are. I, I was going to buy them all. I had them all in my cart, and I was going to buy them, and I saw the total, and I was like, no, I can't. I cannot spend <laughs> the $400 on seven figures. It's not going to happen. But that's what's crazy, though, with, like, how much the Super 7, the Reaction series, like, how much that's taken off. Because, I mean, they were pretty moderately priced when they first hit. Right. But it's like now they've just completely gone the opposite direction because they know that these things are tripling in price. So they go, hey, you know what? Well, we'll just start it off a little bit higher, maybe uh, not make as many. Yeah. I was looking at an Okada figure for New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was like 50 bucks. I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. If it was 20, yeah, okay. It was like 50. I don't know about that. But Walmart, a few years ago, I don't know who uh, made it, but Thundercats, they had a new line. They were yeah. awesome. Like really highly detailed. But Walmart was selling them for like 15 or 20 a piece or 25, something like that. They were not terribly priced compared to Super 7, but they were really good and really detailed. I, don't I know got. The hell I have all the reaction ones. I when I got the uh, DVD set and I and I'm you know in my rewatching of those. I got you know I was like oh I got to get the reaction ones and I I got them 
like within two weeks i got the whole collection so i love the reaction figures you know they're the same size as like the vintage star wars uh they don't yeah i wish the knees bent but they just look cool Yep. You know, and they have like that line has like the snowman guy. Mm-hmm. Snowman is, of Hook Mountain. Yeah, what, they got what, the snowman. Who else is in that line that I never, you know, figures I didn't have. Like I didn't have, um, I never had Groon, but Ooh. I have him in the reaction. So that's I have Groon as an honorable mention. I love that figure. That figure is awesome. Yeah. Groon is great. Big, huge, yeah, just huge. giant figure, just massive. His voice is awesome too on the cartoon. Yeah, like menacing. It's like okay, this guy. Is a, a true blue heel, and I'm gonna fuck with this guy. All right, my number three is uh, one of my, you know, of course, is one of my favorites in my top three. It's Slythe. Ooh. And I just remember, like, he just looks so ugly, and his eyes are all fucking, you know, just he's an ugly figure. You know, his his legs were short and fat, and he had this great axe. Bulky. Uh, yeah, bul- a- yeah, very bulky. Like if you th- yeah, somebody threw if somebody threw this at your face, like it would hurt you. You know, that's <laughs> John's brother. I'm sure he probably received <laughs> oh, it a few yeah. times. <laughs> and he had the, the his tail had all the spikes on it. I put all the mutants as my honorable mention because there's so many good Thundercats figures. I had Slide, Monkey, and Vulture Man, um, and uh, Jackal Man. I just listed them all, but Slide is awesome because he was. Fat, like fatter but heavier than the other ones yeah. way heavier yeah and he fit on one of the vehicles i think it might have been the the one i had the nose diver i think that yes, was the one that was usually the one that was usually his vehicle on the show yeah because he couldn't fit on the other ones yeah chad what do you got at number three well i'll go with one of uh retaro's uh, buddies there how about vulture man yeah Vulture Man again. It's just the it's the the cool look of it because there was no other figure. Even if you go up and down the Thundercats line, right? You see like that beastly look to some of them, but this is a freaking bird <laughs> with, that looks like he's going to destroy you. And he's again, he's just so articulated and detailed in that beak. Yeah, Vulture Man was always a favorite. And again, and the, even the ripples of the feathers are, are something that could stand out to you because it looked like it could come to life. And that's what I you know I love about a Vulture Man. Now I had Lion on the list, but I. I subbed him back out for Vulture Man. Vulture Man was on my outside, but I don't want to. I don't want to uh, no. duplicate the lists. Can't sub guys in that. No, doing? no, no. I'm subbing <laughs> out. I had him on. You had honorable mentions. I switched out because I don't want to have the same list. So I switched Lion-O out. John, what do you got at three? Category guy I never had. I wish I did from the Berserkers. Hammerhand, such a oh. cool ass figure. I remember seeing like, oh, I wish I had him. Wish I had him. One of the very few I didn't have. But Hammerhand, what, what a cool figure. What a cool character. A little bit different, changing it up a little bit. But, yeah, he was a damn um, cool figure just because it was so different. He had that gigantic hand. It's good stuff. Yeah, he was on that pirate ship, right? Yeah, yeah. he's one of the – he's like the leader of the berserkers. Okay. Yeah, evil. My number two is not the mummy version, but the the big version of Mumra. Mumra, I, the ever-living. Oh, man. <laughs> I did not have the one with the dog. No, I didn't either. I just Mumut? Said... Well, this one says Ravage, so he I think he had two dogs. I think there was two different versions, but this one says with Ravage. I think Mom Mutt was his own figure. Yeah, it, Mom Mutt was released on his own, and he had articulated legs. I think this one that came with Mumra was just uh, just a, a figure that didn't move at all. And you could take his headpiece off. Like, that was the, the coolest thing. Always got lost, and he'd be yeah. bald the whole time. He'd be like, ah, lo- loses the mystique. And then you find it, like, yes, I'm back. But I remember his, uh, like, his chest emblem was really big. And 
Um, he had the same, you know, the light up eyes thing that Lino had, and his boots. He had like Ultimate Warrior fringes on the bottom yeah. of, his, of his boots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that face, man, with that open mouth, he just. Uh, this is a very scary toy for a kid to have. Chad, what do you have for number two? So number two gets into my my two. I remember getting these the, my my two and one at the same time, same store. Another local reference: service merchandise. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Your your mail order special. They had to go in the catalog, pick it out. Yep. They go and get it out of the back. I remember seeing them hanging on the thing behind and being like, "Oh my god!" And I I could really flip these two, but I'm gonna go with this guy for number two, Hachiman. Ah. Loved it. The the way he'd hold the sword, the way yeah. his arms were positioned, it looked like how he was. And you on the you show. picture, yeah, you picture him with that uh, stare down with Lionel in position, ready to strike at any second. So awesome! I I love the headpiece. Headpiece would come off. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of those cool ones that you just you can't picture in anybody else's toy line. He did like kind of a sideways. It, yeah, sword. the way he was positioned, like his arms would dangle almost in front of him, and he. he Kind of like hunched over almost, but like how you would be in position if you were holding the sword. It's just uh, that little detail, but the, the little headpiece he had, it's just so cool. And uh, I remember getting that one very, very clearly, but with num- my number one, who I will get to. Mm-hmm. It's pretty deep on the show, like when he basically is like, I will die for my honor. Like this show is like, wow, this is like kind of intense. When you go back and watch it, you're like, shit, Hachi, man, this guy is no joke. Couldn't get away with him these days. He'd have some sort of new, like, uh, non-ethnic uh, yeah, <laughs> accent. Yeah, he wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be doing that voice. Yeah, There's yeah. no way he's doing that voice. Yeah. John Paz, what do you got at number two? You mentioned it before, but I got to go Lion-O. Mm-hmm. The one without the light-up, though. That's the one I have. With. Oh. The claw is awesome, first of all, yeah. which is just great that he has that, the accessory. And then he's got the sword, which is just another awesome accessory. I just think that... Um, you got to go lion out there. It's such a classic, original, obviously part of the series. But uh, he is the best, and um, as far as the show is concerned, and I just love that figure. Yeah, you know, I, I remember as a kid, I remember being kind of mad that his glove was orange. It should have been brown, right? But it was, uh, yeah, it was orange. And you know, you can't find any lionos like anywhere in in a used toy store where the paint on his yeah. left hand is not <laughs> chipped away yes. completely. Yes. Yeah, the paint on these figures did not last that long. No, it didn't. But that's what's crazy about it is they they're made so well, but the paint is not. But look who it's made by. It's made by LJN. What's the biggest complaint about the the LJN wrestlers is that you know you get Brutus the Barber Beefcake, but he's got no eyebrows, you know, or you got uh, the Iron Sheik, but both feet and the hook of the boot are all chipped away. So yeah, that's that that must be an LJN quality control issue. All right, well, here we are at number one. Before we get to our number one picks, though, I want to mention a group of figures that I know you guys did not pick this, so that's why we're going to talk about it right now. <laughs> no, um, I know where he's going. <laughs> I, I kind of like these these guys in the in the cartoon. I love the voice. It was so weird and very unique. Uh, I never had the figures, but I'm looking at them now, and I wish I had them. What do you guys think of the Burbills? Burbills. Uh-huh. Herbal, derbally, burbal, herbal. No, I never had them. I thought oh. you were going to go in another direction, but no, I never had the bird bills. I never wanted them. No. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I never had them. never wanted them either, for sure. <laughs> Weird characters in the show, but they do serve a purpose where he's got to be the savior for them. They're helpless. They're hopeless. So, I mean, they do serve a purpose in the show, and they're not bad, but creepy-ass voices. Holy shit. Yeah, man. they're real creepy. Burble Bert Bill. and Burble Bill, and Bill, they made yeah. Bell. 
but there's no photo of that one. That must have been the the girl. The girl. Burble yeah. Bell is like she's got like a red shirt and like a pink a flower yeah. in her well, hair. But yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to go the Wiley Kid and Wiley Cat route because I figured yeah. if I put them on my list that this guy over here would end up <laughs> chastising me later on tonight about it. <laughs> they uh, they suck in retrospect, right? But I remember getting them separately, not with um, what was it Tigra and um, and, and who Chitara. Chitara had yeah. you know Wiley Kid, Wiley Cat, yeah. respectively. I remember getting them in the two pack. The ones that came with Tigra and Chitara were just the little statues. They, they were on the statues, but then they, and they were, had the little yep. Right, but yeah. uh, they, you know, in retrospect, I wish that I maybe co- could have gone in another direction with a Thundercats purchase. But I remember getting them, and at the time, being a little little excited. But I would not add them to this list for the sake of getting chastised later. Well, you're going to be very shocked when I tell you my number one. Oh, no, <laughs> is Wiley Kit. Wow, why? Yeah. <laughs> I can't explain it to you, but I was, you know, five or six years old at this point. I think that might have been the first, you know, it wasn't a girl because it was a, a cat, but <laughs> I remember her and Penny from uh, Inspector Gadget, Gadget yeah. were kind of like the first, I don't know if you'd call it a crush if it was a cartoon, but I just remember that was like, I guess it was a, a childhood crush, even though they were cartoon characters. By the way, the original Inspector Gadget cartoon is still pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, it still it still holds up. Very good stuff. And I'm wrong. I'm looking at it. They did come separately, but yeah, what I did. remember is they came with the little little surfboard thing, and that was another cool little extension. But they're okay. I'm not going to say it's not a bad figure. It's just you know not my cup of tea. Yeah, I remember having the Wily Kit and the Wily Cat little statues, and I was like, wow, I wish they do figures of these. Why don't they make those? And then they eventually came. It might have been the second wave. They came with the surfboards and they were fully articulated and they were, you know, they were smaller figures and they were very accurate size wise. And I remember getting both of these and I loved the surfboards because they would, you could snap them in there and they wouldn't come out. Yeah, they were you, very sit well on made. It forever. <laughs> yeah. So you I throw loved, them in your bin, they'd stay in, you take them out, they'd still be on. Yeah. And I, these, the, these two figures look great. Wiley Cat and Wiley Kit. They look perfect. Great uh, paint decorations and, uh, Wiley Kit is my number one. I love wow. this figure as a kid, and uh, if I ever see it for a decent price online, I will buy it again. Wow, yeah, that's a great. I get very good. Hey, your pick <laughs> is your pick. I, Chad, what do you got at number two? I'm going complete opposite size direction, and again, sitting next to Hachi Man on that shelf at Service Merchandise was the Snowman mm. of Hook Mountain, the most Ooh. massive freaking figure you could possibly have complete Number one right oh god just absolutely huge um the the helmet the shield the sword staff thing that he had his arm the 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 action up and down unbelievable sized figure and i can recall having a crossover and actually using him as harry from harry and the hendersons because okay. he was that beastly of a of an individual and it just you, ha- you have to if you if you're a thundercats collector this needs to be your anchor because it is such a giant figure and you put it next to a mumra which is tall in comparison it's so wide and just oh my gosh again the fringe of the the the, the costume awesome the boots what can you say this was it stands out like a sore thumb so you mentioned uh, ha- Hatchy Man. He had like a kind of a typical Asian voice. Mm-hmm. Would you say that this guy was was supposed to be like a kind of a Russian voice? Yeah, I mean, a little I bit. I think I can see it. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. 
Thundercats definitely, you know, they leaned on stereotypes where you could pick out who was supposed to be who. Well, it was okay to do that back then. Panthro's the black guy. It was, yeah. Yeah. Panthro, you know, specifically he's the one who stands out the most, you know, out of everybody. But, uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's so cool. It was just, uh, but in all these guys that we mentioned, some of those good guys can easily look like villains. <laughs> they're so well done and they're so unique that you can Well, that just was the cool them. part. Like as they're kind of going through um, Earth and stuff, or, you know, they're trying to figure out like yeah, who's, who's good, who's bad. So it's like Hachi Man is a heel at first, but then you realize he's not. Snowman's a heel at first, but he's not. Pretty cool. I like it. Like just the, the show itself. It's so well written. All right, John, pause. Number one. Number one. You mentioned it before. I got to go with him. It's just such an awesome figure. So cool. I love the headdress. Love everything. Got to go Mumra when he's Mumra the Ever Living. And yeah. I love taking the old Mumra and putting him next to the new Mumra. And then he becomes Mumra the Ever Living. Got to go with that figure. It's just awesome. Just classic. Now, let me ask you this, though, because, you know, you said your son is, it, you know, plays with the figures. Now, does he like the show to the same extent that we would have liked it back in the day at his age? Is he, does he, grasp it the same way we did he's watched a bunch of episodes i don't think he was as into it he's kind of into a bunch of other stuff but he did say mummer is really ugly so he <laughs> well, there you go. he's definitely right. the get, when he has lion and him together mummer is definitely getting beat up can't beat that yeah well there you have it the uh top five thundercats figures according to uh myself and the two-man power trip what an honor it is to have both of you guys on my show at the same time We've been on Get My Go together, but you guys are on my show now, and it's it's a huge honor for me. Uh, go ahead, guys. I know this will take a while because there's dozens of shows that you guys have, <laughs> including my favorite new show, Coliseum Chad. Ooh, that's, okay. a, that's, a, that's a pretty good uh, first start. Well, for, hold on. Before we get into all that, you just announced yesterday, Chad, you have the legendary, the man that just went into space. Yeah. William Shatner will be signing autographs for IB exclusive. Tell me about that first. Yeah. And come on, don't forget WWE Hall of Famer. Yes, that's the most important part. (laughs) Class of 2020. Okay. Don't don't ever forget that. Yeah, IB exclusives.com, all the private signings going on. Just announced William Shatner, like Mike said. Uh, very cool opportunity. I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan. But I can absolutely appreciate the body of work that William Shatner's put into his career and will be the first ever astronaut that I've ever met in person. So that's another uh, cool thing I think I can throw onto uh, you know, the, the, the promotion for William Shatner. Uh, and like Mike said, Coliseum Chad, brand new uh, podcast once a month on our beloved TMPT empire. Um, if anybody knows me, you know it starts and ends with Coliseum Video. That's how I became a fan of pro wrestling. And I'm going to take everybody on a recollecting journey and a walk back down Coliseum video uh, memory lane. And uh, it was a great first show. Kind of talk about the origins of how I got into it. And uh, I'm glad Mike enjoyed it. And I hope everybody finds it at TMPTEmpire.com. You can catch me with uh, John on uh, Triple Threat Podcast with Shane Douglas. You can also catch me on Eyes Up Here with the Queen of Extreme, Francine, at Chad EMB on Twitter, at IB Exclusives on Instagram. Yes. Uh, John, pause. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website tmptempire.com. Uh, University of Dutch coming back very, very soon. Uh, Taskmaster Talks, Kevin Sullivan, Taking to School, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Business to Business. Chad said uh, the good old franchise, Shane Douglas for Triple Threat. And then, of course, uh, do a few interviews a week on the Two Man Power Trip Wrestling, the flagship show, and then the feature show. Some good interviews coming up. 
All right. Well, again, it was a huge honor to have you guys on my show. You guys are true professionals. We say, Chad, on Get My Go, we say to these other people, just be a fan. Fan. All these other wrestling podcasts, just be a fan. You guys are the originators. You guys are two professionals. You, your list of people that you work with are luminaries in the business. They're legends. And you guys are the greatest. Everybody, if you're a wrestling fan, check out the two-man power trip of wrestling. Thank you, Chad and John Paz. Well, that's the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I want to thank my two guests, John Paz and the Chad Sir from the two-man power trip of wrestling. If you like pro wrestling, you definitely need to check out the two-man power trip shows because there's nobody better than these guys. Check out my other show, Get My Go, which features Chad. And once in a while, we are honored to have John Paz on also. You can go to YouTube.com slash GetMyGo to watch. And we're available on all major podcast platforms. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now. <laughs>